Hello everyone, welcome to Cartoon Season. I'm Tyler, and this is where I get to talk to y'all about different types of animation, anime, cartoons, movies, all that stuff. And today, uh, in honor of the new Despicable Me movie coming out, um, things like The Rise of Gru or something, um, I'm going to talk about the original Despicable Me movie. Um, which I think is very good, very good film. Um, few things I want to touch on. I do want to touch on Vector and how he's just catching strays this whole film. <laughs> uh, I want to talk about how the girls kind of, kind of softened, grew, you know, into, you know, from him being a villain to him just kind of, you know, trying to have fun. Maybe not really being a hero, sorta. And then, and then I also want to touch on the minions and how the minions are fun. You know, the minions are a fun idea. Um. So yeah. Let's just get right into it, why not? So, let's start, like I said, with Vector catching strays this whole film. So, he, he Vector, he kind of has a weird and sort of annoying introduction, you know. Um, you kind of just look at him and you're like, ah, this guy. You know, I don't really like think I like this guy, but, you know, whatever. We probably won't see him again, right? And then, he's the one who ends up stealing the shrink ray. And we're like, oh this guy actually pretty capable like because because when you start he's like oh he's just like this new villain this young guy probably he's eyes really big with wonder but it's like you know guru has been around the block you know so vector vector ain't impressive until he steals the shrink ray and we're like oh he's capable he's a threat to society <laughs> you know so you know he, he has some credit and you're like oh, okay this guy might be somebody and then you look take a look at his base he has a cool base it's big he's got sharks in the floor he's got all this technology you know um he even goes as far as being capable enough to stop Gru from breaking into his base which again Gru, he's like pretty successful at being a villain but he's also the main character he's also been around for a while so i feel like at that point you're impressed that Vector is able to keep him at bay because Gru's got to be the one that has the experience where Vector is pretty new. Um, so you would think that Vector wouldn't be able to stop him 100%, but he does. You're like, okay, put respect on Vector's name. And then Vector starts to <laughs> just take L's, like, like the whole episode, the whole movie, sorry. Um where Gru is able, with the help of the girls, to steal the shrink ray back from Vector, right? So he's completely blindsided by the cookies and doesn't even know, literally doesn't know what hits him, you know, until he's told by, like, the bank owner, which we realize is his father. So that starts to, you know, answer a lot of questions on how he has so much stuff. He has all the financial support that he needs. Um... And also how, you know, he's able to do so much. He has all these connections because of that, you know, it wins a lot. But still, even because of that, like, I don't really look at him as, like, this, like, spoiled rich kid. Like, I more look at him as, like, he wants to be a villain. He has his own wacky ideas. And he just so happens to have the financial support to be able to, like, execute these ideas, you know? Um... But again, even at the end, after all this, after he seemingly gets everything back, you know, he uses the girls to take the moon back from Gru. Gru still gets the better of him, you know, because of the help of the girls, like, you know, the girls are really just the X factor in all this that 
Vector can't really plan for. You know, he can't really have a solid plan for how to take care of them. Um, and he ends up being trapped on the moon by by Gru. <laughs> you know, he's laid out on the moon. Um, it all comes full circle. Um, you know, but I think his arc is really funny because, again, like, he looked at as as just whatever in the beginning and then he starts winning you know he gets the shrink ray he's able to get the moon like he has this cool base um he has everything you know but in the end it's just grew and the girls are just this annoying little pest that's able to get the better of him you know and honestly i don't really think vector's like i mean he's a bad guy because he's literally a villain but i don't i don't really think he deserves it <laughs> i i don't he just so happens to be the antagonist to Gru's protagonist. You know, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't like relish in seeing Vector lose. I mean, again, the only part of me that does is the part that met that, you know, him kidnapping the girls. Because obviously then you're like, oh no, 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 you can't, you, you can't do that. That's not cool. But for the most part, it's like, Gru sucks. You know, the Gru is not a villain anymore. He is not top tier the way he may have been in the past. You know, like Vector is allowed to be the young gun who's coming in and he's stealing the spot and he's still and, he, and again, he, he doesn't have everything handed to him again. He has money, but like he doesn't have his inventions handed to him. You know, he didn't have his base handed to him. You know, he used the money to make those things. Sure. But he is also smart. He does also create his stuff the same way that Gru does, you know. So I don't know. I don't again, I don't i'm not basking in the fact that vector lost there's a couple things that i don't like that he did when it comes to the girls but i don't know i don't know i feel like for the most part he, he's just unlucky that he he's happened to be on the other side of the coin of 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 Gru and and the girls and then we move on to speaking of the girls how they are able to break Gru in a good way so for the most part at the beginning Gru is a moderately successful villain um, but he needs something good. He needs a, a big break. So he decides to steal the moon, right? And he needs to, he, he needs the girls to infiltrate Vector's base. And so he adopts them and that's where everything starts, you know, where he is able to actually get them and still, still villainous, you know, still using these little girls to steal the moon, <laughs> you know, a pretty, pretty villainous tactic. Um, but the girls start to wear him down. You know, they annoy him at first, um, which isn't the way that you'd want it to go because it's just more so reinforcing the fact that he does not love these girls. He is, they are tools to him. You know, he knows at the end of this, just a couple more days, a couple more days, and then I'm going to bring them back to the orphanage, you know. Um, but then everything flips in my mind. The turning point is when the girls think he's cool when he uses his big ray gun or whatever to shoot the carnival booth and he wins the big fluffy unicorn for Agnes. You start to see a little twinkle in his eye, you know, and, and that right there is where the connection really starts to form where the girls start to res respect him, I guess. And like they, they, you know, they start to have a fondness for him. Um, and that is somewhat reciprocated on Gru's end as well, where he's like, oh, wow, like that, that felt good that they were happy as a result of my actions, you know, like it actually felt good, you know, again, that's, that's when you start to soften the idea that, that they're, that they're tools. That's like, oh, well, they're actually humans that I'm kind of in charge of, 
and I'm kind of starting to care what they think of me, you know? And then it just, it just goes downhill from there in, in a good way. You know, it goes downhill from there where, you know, he starts neglecting the big plan and, you know, he starts to have fun with the girls, you know, which is to his main scientists, uh, chagrin, <laughs> but, um, he's having fun, you know, he's getting his face painted, he's, uh, balloons and cotton candy and, um, different fun adventures and times and buying stuff and, and all that drawn on the walls. Um, you know, so he, he starts to have a good time, you know, and, and for the first time in forever, something is more important than him, more important to him than being a villain and being the biggest, baddest dude on the planet. You know, there's something more important to him, something that he cares about, you know, and, and I really do think that, you know, just stopping there for a second. I do think that's a nice arc of his character where clearly being a villain is the most important thing to him and like what has driven him his entire life but he's kind of washed up not only is he washed up in the sense that he's not super good at being a villain anymore it doesn't seem like his heart is fully in it you know he just keeps kind of going through the motions you know and now he finds this new thing daughters <laughs> you know which is like it, 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 it is i don't know it's like a, a, a wind in his sails where he's like oh wow i care about something again i'm passionate about something again you know, you know, cause like even when he misses the girl's dance recital to steal the moon, you can tell his heart isn't in it. Like he's just doing it because he feels like this is what he's supposed to do. He's been planning this for months, years, whatever, but he doesn't really want it. You know, even as soon as he steals the moon, he immediately thinks of what time is it? Okay. I, I, I still have time to get there. He doesn't, but j just him having that thought shows how much he's changed and grown because of his, his daughters you know um and even further on that he trades the moon to get his daughters back you know that right there is like a very blatant um showing that what does he care about more does he care about being a villain or does he care more about his daughters he has now officially hung up his uh, his 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 cape his villainous cape he has finally bumped down his, his, his number one priority of villain to now number one priority being his daughters, these girls that he cares very much about, you know, and it's, 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 it's awesome. Yeah. It's, it's very emotional. It's heartwarming, you know, and at the very end, he even writes a little kid's storybook and reads it to the girls, you know, the first night they were there, he did not want to read a story to them. And now it's come all the way around to him writing a story about him meeting the girls and how they changed his life for the better. You can't get better than this, folks. <laughs> yeah, you, you just can't, you know. Um, and that's great. Again, you know, I, I love Gru's arc. You know, I love the girls. They're very funny. They're very uh, they have little personalities. And, um, you know, for, for, for them to turn him... Um, it's awesome. And, uh, yeah. So we're going to move on to final thing. Like I said, I just want to talk about how fun the minions are. Because, like, I know as the movies have gone on, the minions themselves have kind of infiltrated pop culture in a way that most of the internet does not like. They kind of became like, like you know, Facebook memes and stuff. And, you know, people just look at minions as like this, this black 
mark on pop culture but like i think after this movie that's not fair uh, at some point i will watch second movie third movie minions movie rise of Gru, all that stuff there's now gonna be five movies <laughs> i will watch them and maybe my opinion will change post sequels but after this movie they're not really overused in the film you know like they use them here and there a little bit here when they're interacting with the girls a little bit there when they're making a dumb joke you know when they're showing like what the what Gru's workplace is like <laughs> you know but like the minions are not the main focus of this film you know and i think that's good you know they're they're totally loyal to Gru. you know they they they, they have um you know their own code you know they care they're not just mindless you know um they even have like a fun little toilet paper fight with the girls <laughs> which is nice you know because they were told hey go go play with them and like okay cool we'll do that <laughs> you know and like they have personality too you know they're not just a hive mind um three of them go to the store to buy a unicorn toy for agnes that was very sweet and again we don't have we don't cut away for 15 minutes and we see you know their adventure at the store because we don't need to you know we know what they're probably going to get up to but they have a, a goal and they deliver you know they they be at the end another very heartwarming moment was them scrounging together enough money so that group can steal the moon you know like they're the ones who save him and they're like we don't care like you know because his whole thing is like oh you better go find more employment you know because i don't know if we can keep this up and they're like nah like we're here you know like we 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 got the dollars in our pockets to change we got we got necklaces that we're gonna sell like we're, we're we're gonna get this money so we can build the rocket and make the plan that not only we have been wanting to do for for a very long time but something that you've been wanting to do for a very long time you know and at the very end another sweet moment is they also want good night kisses because <laughs> they saw that grew gave it to his daughters <laughs> and grew's like all right <laughs> it's, it's 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 very nice you know it's a, it's, it's it's a nice touching moment um, that didn't really have to be there, but, you know, all in all, it just goes to show that the, the minions, they're nice. You know, they, they have some funny moments. They have some heartwarming moments. Um, they do have their nice little personalities where, again, they're not like a hive mind. They're not just these mindless, like, like creatures, toys, whatever. Like, they are a part of this movie that I think strengthens the movie, you know, and I... I, I I think they're a fun idea you know again i don't know how i'll feel after watching the second movie or third movie again because the minions blew up you know they may have leaned a little too hard into the minions you know themselves and you know maybe that's where it you know kind of ruins the idea of you know of these you know these little creatures um but i think after the first movie i think they're fine um but we'll see you know we'll see if opinions change um and yeah that's that, that's that's pretty much the episode um you know again these are just a few of the things that i kind of took away from the movie you know um you know vector just kind of getting the short end of the stick <laughs> you know um the 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 girls and their effect on grew and then how i think the minions are a fun idea you know um but yeah please let me know what you thought of the movie um you know let me know what you thought of my little dissection of the certain aspects of the film. Let me know if you're excited to watch this fifth Despicable Me movie. Um, and uh, yeah, 
that's pretty much it um please go listen to other episodes of this podcast um links are in the description for all the places you can find it like i said i do talk about cartoons anime movies all that stuff um and if you want to check out some other types of content um i do also do gameplays on the channel um now (laughs) and i do do reactions to um different types of animation um, which is a lot of fun to kind of break those down and kind of shed some light you know the little bit of light that i have to shed (laughs) on you know different uh animators um all all that stuff so uh very fun and uh, until next time go watch more cartoons because cartoons are the best (laughs) 